We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Welcome to Steppin' Out with Cassie Frazier, the radio show on the Voice America Kids channel. You've seen the show on voiceamericakids.tv. Now we take things a step further with the radio show. Now, here is your host, Cassie Frazier. Hey guys, welcome to Steppin' Out with Cassie Frazier. Now I have a very special, special guest with me, and I'm going to let him introduce himself because... His name is kind of hard to pronounce, so go ahead, Brian, go ahead and pronounce your last name for us. My name is Brian Ostaszewski. And Brian is the founder, is that correct, of the Music Indie Fest? Correct. And would you tell us a little bit about why you decided to fund the Music Indie Fest? Well, first off, um, Black Mountain Productions Incorporated is and has been an artist development company since 1978. We have partnerships and affiliations in 12 states and four countries. Uh, we have several divisions of our company, from a record label, music publishing with BMI for 25 years, uh, nine levels of management, marketing, promotion, distribution, booking. We do the whole thing, and we represent uh, several uh, artists across the country, around the globe, uh, 5,000 writers in our catalog of 500 musicians on a global basis as well. So our job has always been to uh, market and promote the unsigned any artist, writer, musician, giving them opportunities, giving them guidance, education, and leadership along the way to their success. And we realize that there are a lot of uh, uh, places out there throughout this country, actually on a global basis, where there just are not resources that are available for the unsigned any artist, writer, musician. Nothing. And there's no place for these talented individuals to seek and find a different direction that's going to help them elevate them to the next levels of their career. So uh, five years ago, we, we started, we do about 12 events across the country, uh, some related like workshops and panels and, and showcases. Uh, but we created a festival called the Indie Music Fest. And it's not a Coachella, it's not a bamboozle or your typical festival with major headliners and all this. This, this event is all about uh, creating the platform for the unsigned artists that are out there trying to make something of their life in the in the indie music industry. Um, and what we do is it's it's created uh, where we we accept 40 of the best unsigned bands from all across the country, and we give them an opportunity for photo opportunities, for red carpet, for uh, being judged, uh, for major band battle opportunities and resource packages, as well as giving them the opportunity for exposure. And getting out there, making uh, new new fans, and and possibly having some major personnel from the music industry being part of the event to help maybe give them an opportunity, maybe do some extra management and and PR that they they definitely need to get that next step. That's so neat. Now tell us about the first one that you ever held, the first music indie fest. How did it go? Well, uh, it it went very well. Um, of course, attendance was down a little bit because people were confused with the idea of uh, of festival because they hear the word fest, and so they're thinking that we're going to have massive headliners and whatnot until they realize that I mean, we even had some uh, big major organizations, major labels, even casinos and whatnot that wanted to come out to see see the event, but they said, well, we might get behind it if you have major headliners, but what we'll do, we'll send out a couple of our, our, our people to look at it and see what happens. And uh, two weeks after the event had concluded, we had received a phone call from a lot of these people, very excited and very overwhelmed and shocked. And they said, uh, well, you know, um, we were very, very impressed with the caliber of talent that you had. We're very surprised. I said, well, what did you expect us to do? Hire a bunch of uh, uh, senior citizens from some locations and put them up on stage to perform? I said, you know, not to say that they, they would be uh, you know, not, not acceptable, but these are these are actual people. These are Today's act or tomorrow's future. This is where everybody's going to be booking these major major uh, groups and, and talents that are just fantastic out there. So that started to uh, teach people that you know this is the direction of indie music. This is what it is. It's not a fad. Like a lot of the major labels tried to tell us four or five years ago, we're no, no longer a business. We're calling us for a job now. That said that the indie music industry was just a fad. It's not going to last long. It's just something that's going to last for about a year, then it'll come back. But obviously, it's not. This is the direction, and there's more opportunity than ever for the artist and musician out there to do something with themselves. And 
um, we, we basically have started growing from there and more people getting behind this and understanding all about building opportunities, giving the resources that these very talented people need. That's amazing. And would you say that would be the best part about the Music Indie Fest, that you're giving bands an opportunity that, you know, they might not even have in a lifetime? Well, put it this way. Um, usually when uh, these bands or artists go to these festivals, they either have to buy tickets, kind of like a pay-to-play, or they, they basically are only at the, at the mercy of the promoter because that's the only way that promoter makes money is by doing this and doing that. So they raise tickets and all this, and people are not going to pay $40 for a ticket to a festival that has nothing but unknown indie bands or even those that are popular mm-hmm. out there doing something. And it, that even, even if, so, if they did, it's not going to do anything to, to help, help the, the group. They're just playing on the stage, which is cool. They can add that to their resume of places they perform for the year. But what is it going to do for them? How is it going to elevate them and give them the exposure that they need? So with, with our event, um, especially for artists that live outside of the state of Nevada, in this case, we provide one night of free pay hotel room accommodations for them. Uh, their food, lunch, and whatnot for the day of their performance is covered. Uh, each, each artist receives 25 minutes, up to 25 minutes for their set. And they're playing in front of music personnel that's out there, whether they're booking agents or labels and management, you name it as well as being judged by the same people uh, to win one of two uh, big major uh, resources of over $45,000 worth of music resources that includes everything from, oh, uh, attorney time, photo shoots, gear, equipment, uh, endorsements, publishing, anything that's going to help them get to the next level of their careers that otherwise they would not have money for. But then when each band is finished with their 20 to 25 minutes set on stage, automatically led to a live video streaming area where they're going it's a red carpet area where they actually have live video streaming interviews photo opportunities then they're taken from that area and then also taken to a spot where every band up to 45 minutes after they complete their performance gets a chance to sell their own merchandise t-shirts cds meet and greet with new and old uh, fans uh, hopefully network with some of the personnel that's there they keep 100 percent of everything that they make because that's that is for the band and on top of that, even the back line is provided by the Qatar Center. So everything mm-hmm. is there for them. All the marketing promotion, it's, it's a local and national event. So, again, it's all about elevating them. And this is not a pay-to-play. We mm-hmm. cover everything. We take care of everything. It's just the responsibility of the artist to get to and from the event. Oh, that's an amazing opportunity for them. So how do you figure out what bands can play in the Music Fest? Do you audition them, or is it like a first-come, first-serve thing? No. Um, normally in our organization, because of publishing, we, we receive thousands of submissions each year from around the globe for consideration for, for publishing, for recording, uh, for management. And what we do is we pull uh, each year a different set of people from our A&R department. And every submission, because we work with the Reverb Nation, uh, we also work with uh, Sonic Bits, we receive uh, EPKs uh, over the Internet as well as the regular snail mail, hard copies or press kits. Um, everything must go through a basic A&R process that's like normal. Everybody is, is treated the same way. Give everybody an opportunity. We look at several things. Number one, first of all, you've got to have talent. That's mm-hmm. that's obviously number one. Number two, you've got to have a decent look. We're not expecting you to have uh, abs of steel and buns of steel and look like a fantastic person. But also, we don't want you to look like someone that belongs for one night in Halloween either. Um, but you have to have a good look, marketability. You got to have talent, and then we also sit back and look and see how you what what you're doing. Are mm-hmm. these artists just sitting in their garage playing to their their uh, their neighborhood? Are they actually out there doing something, or are they actually gigging? Are they really promoting to their fans? Do they have a fan base? I mean, we're looking for those people that not only talent and all this, but who are really serious and wanting to make this as part of their career. Because uh, you, even if you sleep, drink, and eat this every day of your life, and you're doing everything bigger and better than the next person. There still is not a uh, an opportunity by which to go ahead and have these these people. Um, you may not even make it. You may not make the opportunity. So mm-hmm. you still got to sit there and push and, and and do that. So that's what we do. They all have to go through a very decent process all all together. Wow, that's amazing. Now, are you on your own record label? Yeah, we have. Uh, it, it's uh, a Black Mountain, uh, Black Mountain Records is what it is, mm-hmm. and we have that. We've had that for uh, the last four years. Outstanding uh, Music Publishing has been a publisher with BMI for 25 years. Uh, we license, uh, we, we find material, we license that out to a lot of uh, organizations, whether it's motion picture companies or for commercials, uh, for cable networks. We do a lot of things like that. 
So there, there's a lot of opportunities for us. We also are involved in the music video production. We do a lot of that. And that's just some of our normal daily operations. That's really neat. And now, where could we go if we want more information on the Music Indie Fest? If you need more information on the Indie Music Fest, you want to go to www.theindiemusicfest.com. Uh, and it is, uh, I, I think, uh, over-documented, which is what we love. We love full disclosure, but it gives you all the information. It's like the Encyclopedia Britannica. It gives you everything as to who the lineup is, uh, videos, what the event's all about, who's behind us, what's working. I mean, we also work with the community. I mean, we actually, with this event, we're not just doing things for the uh, for the artists. We're also doing things for the local community. We're working with uh, Three Square Feeding America, helping the, the hungry. Uh, we're also helping the homeless through Habitat for Humanity. We're doing a 5K run on Saturday uh, that is benefiting Whole Foods, Whole Foods Kids Foundation, where they try to help support a better diet for, for kids of all uh, you know financial backgrounds and whatnot, giving them a chance to eat healthy and, and live a better life. Uh, and we work with a lot of everybody else, like the Diabetes Association, the American Heart Association. So it, it's all about coming together. It's a place where you're not talked down to. It's a place where you're all respected. It's where you can come to a place and learn, because we also have every morning on Friday and Saturday, we also have uh, two workshop panels uh, that are filled with some of the biggest uh, uh, music industry people that will sit there in a very intimate setting. We only have like 30 to 45 people that will be there. Uh, that have enough room for it that way they're sitting there talking to these these professionals getting the uh straight from the horse's mouth so to speak scoop of exactly what they should be doing and how they should be improving themselves and we are even improving this uh sort of for this next year um we are adding an indie film festival to this so it's going from a two-day event to a seven-day event mm, starting off with the indie film festival ending with the music festival having all kinds of neat things more interactive activities in between and that's something that we're very, very excited about. That's really neat. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for being on the show. Let's take a break. I'm Cassie Frazier. Keep it right here, guys. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Steppin' Out with Cassie Frazier, the radio show on Voice America Kids. Help us discover America's next music star. Now back to the show. Here's Cassie Frazier. Hey guys, this is Cassie Frazier, Steppin' Out with Diamante. How are you, Diamante? Awesome, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Now tell us a little bit about you. How old are you? I'm 15 years old. And when did you start singing? I started singing, I guess you'd say, five, when I first discovered I loved to sing. I would always sing the Little Mermaid song, Part of Your World, in the shower. And, I mean, I just did what every other girl who would love to sing and do, you know. Mm -hmm. I'd just be in my room singing. But then it really started when I was doing musical theater at my school, and I just got more involved doing musicals. And then finally I said to myself, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. What are some of the musicals that you've done? 
I've done Aladdin, where mm -hmm. I was the genie, and I've done Grease. I've done Bye Bye Birdie. I've done The Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. I got to be Ariel. It was so fun. And I've done, I've done a lot. Really. What would you say would be your favorite one? Favorite one would have to be the genie, the just genie. because it's such a fun character. Mm -hmm. And out of all of them, do your siblings come and help you? Yeah, I mean, my family is very supportive. They mm -hmm. always came to my shows, and I was, I'd be so happy. Even my sister would do the musicals with me. Mm -hmm. We'd just do it together. It'd be so much fun. And now how many siblings do you have? I have two little brothers and one little sister, so I'm the oldest. I get oh, to take wow. care of them all. You get to take care of them all? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. And do they all sing also? My little sister, Soleil, she sings too, and my little brothers, they act in commercials, and mm -hmm. one of them does movies, so yeah, we're pretty much all in a little all entertainment. And what really inspires you to sing? I guess self-expression. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the only way I let out like what, how I feel, messages, singing. Everyone has a way to express themselves, and I guess mm -hmm. music is mine. That's really neat. And you write your own music? Yes, I write my own lyrics too, off of real life experiences, just because writing from real life experiences makes it just so more relatable and real. Mm -hmm. And you write poetry, that also? Yeah, I do, I do. I used to a lot when I was little too, and I'd have a little book where I'd write all my songs and all mm -hmm. my poems. Aww. Do you still have that book? Yeah. Do you go back on it oh, sometimes? it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Well, you were little, so, but you also perform. Yeah, I perform in a lot of venues in Hollywood, mm -hmm. like the Roxy, the Whiskey. This month, I actually have a show at the House of Blues, which I'm mm. super excited for. Mm. I did the Key Club. I've also done um, Magic Mountain, mm -hmm. where Six Flags is. I've done it in New Jersey, too. Wow. Yeah. Which one is probably your favorite one? I don't know, because Six Flags, it's so big and open, and everyone's there. But then again... Places like the Roxy, it's so rock and like the whole vibe of it is just awesome. Do you ever get nervous? Oh yeah, Definitely. I mean right before I always get those jittery feelings, mm -hmm. but then I just kind of go, Diamante, stop, <laughs> this is a show. And then once I get on there, it's, a, it's gone. How do you prepare for the shows? Usually because I have a backup band, we go into a rehearsal studio for two, three hours a day for a week straight just to make sure that their set is like solid and really good. And then by that time, it's just a breeze. Mm -hmm. And do you play any instruments when you perform? Not when I perform, but I am picking up guitar. So I hope like in the future, I'd be able to just pull up a guitar and sing or do mm -hmm. anything. That's really neat. And now when you were in musical theater, is there anything that you've learned from musical theater that you've brought in with you when you sing on stage? So much. Mm -hmm. Musical theater is like the basis of performing, I'd say. I mean. You have to sing, you have to act, you have mm -hmm. to dance, you have to remember your blocking, your lines, everything all at once. And I guess once you master how to command a stage, then being with a microphone is just the easiest thing, you know? And now tell us about your song, Impossible. Impossible, I recorded that over the summer in mm -hmm. August, and I wrote it off a real-life experience. And it's basically about a girl who's just naive, and every girl, I guess, goes through this, and they just... They go for the bad boy who's just, mm -hmm. you know, the player, the, the game guy who's just, oh, I like you this day, I don't that day. And then you, you know that they're bad, but you keep doing it anyway. But in the end, you realize that you're, mm -hmm. just, you're better off without them. And now you filmed the music video with that. Was oh, that yeah. exciting? So fun. It was three days of just shooting, running, because it was all filmed on streets mm -hmm. in very urban L.A., with graffiti backgrounds and so we just we get into a car and we just drive like okay shoot here shoot there I'd be doing my makeup on the streets it was, it was really fun <laughs> that's so neat and now what would you say is probably your favorite thing about performing your song favorite thing about performing my song is probably just seeing how everyone gets really into it because mm -hmm. I mean when I perform it I have so much fun just because mm -hmm. and my friends they all love it too and everyone just goes crazy it's really fun. And now you're going to be in the Music Indie Fest. Are you excited for that? Super excited. And what are the songs that you're going to be performing? I'm Impossible, mm -hmm. obviously. And I'm going to be performing my newest single that I'm going to be releasing this week called Panic, mm -hmm. which I'm so excited to perform because it'll be the first time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing, uh, I think, a remake of Edge of Seventeen by Stevie mm -hmm. Nicks and maybe two covers. That's so, yeah. And now, 
can you give our audience maybe a little advice on what they should do if you know they want to be a singer? All I can say is stick to who you are because when you come here everyone's going to want to mold you and shift you and change you and make you be something you're not but if you stick to what you know you are then and you really believe it too you can go anywhere and now do you have a facebook or a twitter yeah i have a uh, facebook which is just facebook.com slash diamante bovelli or diamante and i talk to my fans a lot so don't be afraid to message or anything <laughs> i have a youtube diamante bovelli Twitter is Diamante Band, and I have my own website called DiamanteOfficialMusic.com. Well, thank you so, so any much. Of these, yeah. Any of those. So go check her out. Well, thank you so much, Diamante. It was thank so you. great talking with you. And now, you guys, stay tuned because here is Diamante's music video, Impossible. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Steppin' Out with Cassie Frazier, the radio show on Voice America Kids. Help us discover America's next music star. Now, back to the show. Here's Cassie Frazier. Hey, guys. This is Cassie Frazier stepping out with Dead Off Center. How are you guys? Good. Awesome. Thank you. Fantastic. <laughs> now, introduce yourselves. Okay. I'm Avery. I'm 17 years old, and I play guitar and ukulele. I'm Eric. I play the bass and drums, and I'm 17. I'm Josh. I'm 17 years old, and I play the guitar and sing. Now tell us oh, I about... sing too. I totally forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, too. sorry. Tell us about playing the ukulele. How'd you get into that? Uh, my friend actually introduced it to me like two, three years ago, and it just, it just connected with me. Mm -hmm. So now we incorporate it into our songs and stuff, yeah. And you have an interesting story about how you started playing the bass. Yeah, um, so my dad brought me to Guitar Center. Uh, he was real musical and wanted to get me into music, and um, I looked at the bass, and I 
to be honest, I didn't know anyone actually played it. It had four mm. strings. They just made they it. Just decorated. They just decorated. There you go. <laughs> I thought it was just on the wall or something. And, but the strings were so big, I was like, this is so cool. And I was like, I'm going to start playing this. And then you also sing. I do sing. I started singing lessons when I was like 10. Mm -hmm. And I continue to do that till this point. Now, how did you guys get together? Uh, we got together for a fifth grade talent show. Mm -hmm. Actually, I know that sounds kind of corny when I say <laughs> it. But um, Josh and I both love music. And uh, we just kind of meshed for uh, to the talent show. What song did we play? We played uh, "Are You Gonna Be My Girl" by Jet. Oh, it was, was, uh, how did that go? As cool as it gets, pretty much. Uh, you can say that. <laughs> I, it was um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's for sure. We had stickers and everything. I'm not sure if we could hear ourselves or could hear anything else. Nah. But um, you know, it's fun. But Eric, you weren't there. No, I wasn't. Uh, they just kind of picked me up off the street. <laughs> <laughs> just driving to Huntington one day and yeah, you saw him. He was so adorable. So just like. Funny. And, yeah. now, <laughs> and now, how did you guys really come together? What was the, your first song that you guys did? Uh, well, we, we, we met Erica through an old producer, yeah. and it's like a, kind of a blessing because Eric's a great musician, he's a great fit. And um, I think the first show we did was at the Mint in LA together about yeah. two years ago. Yeah? Oh, yeah. This was the question. What was our first song? Oh, <laughs> uh, that what she asked? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, first song. Oh, that we ever wrote? Played together. Played together. Played together. Yeah, what would you say? Because you guys did cover videos. We, used, we right. played, I think it was Five Colors in Her Hair, maybe, if I'm yeah. Fly. Oh, yeah. 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 How that did that go? Good. Well, they're such a good band, so it was just like, and they're young and energetic, and that was yeah. kind of the mm -hmm. idea. So it was, it was a good match. Yeah, our sound, yeah. Yeah, our sound is very, like, beatly British. We kind of have, like, a British influence, too. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. Which matches his shirt. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, so I represent the country I'm not from. It's actually product placement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doors for that. So. Yeah. Now tell us about your song, Trust Me. Trust me. Trust me is on iTunes right now. Just released it on iTunes. We're super excited about that. So excited. Go yes. buy it. 99 cents. <laughs> Oof, yes. And um, it's about true life events. Uh, sounds like a movie. Not those fake life events. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's about, uh, it's about like ex-girlfriend issues. And that's yeah. all on you. Uh, trusting not me? Yeah. yeah. I should have been trusted, though. I was a good boyfriend. Right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Great. When you guys perform that song, what are some of the reactions that you get? Usually, generally positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like they know. They know it's like Avery. It's like always. Oh, so no, <laughs> no. We just did a we just did a flash mob this weekend, and um, uh, we played a song, and uh, a bunch of people came up to us and like, wow, it's a really catchy song. Yeah. We get that a lot. Catchy is one of the words. Yeah. Catchy is a good word to yeah, have. It's not have good. The, it's catchy. Yeah. Terrible it's song. It's not good. Yeah, terrible, <laughs> but it's, it's so really catchy. catchy. I hate it. But and I'll remember it. <laughs> you guys do signings too, along with your concerts. We do. Yeah, it's really but funny it, because they always like sign this. Yeah. In your face. Yeah, we did a tour oh, okay. with LA Dance Magic, which is a dance convention. We went around the United States with them, and um, we went into like a, yeah, a junior room. That's what they call it. And it's like a eight to room. eight to twelve, thirteen year olds. Yeah, they were young ones. And um, <laughs> we got to, they got some time. Or we have some time to sign autographs for them, and they're just like huddles and they're just. Like, yeah. yeah, they're punching us. With what doing. cards. Oh, we have the best of handwriting. Like, oh, we are yeah. professionals. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys can sign Pristine. something after for me. We can start. Oh, for sure. Mm, no, I'm just kidding. You're like, mm, no, <laughs> I, I don't think so. And now, is Trust Me the only song that you guys have? No, we've got like a huge array of songs. Mm. That just happens to be the one we worked on like the most recently and got out fully yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. That's what so would only. you say is probably your favorite one? To perform. Ooh. To perform. To perform, to perform. To perform. Okay, to perform. I mm. think my favorite song to perform is a song we have called Little Mama. I like it. And it's uh it's very um beachy. I for lack yeah, of beachy. a better word, beachy and yeah. uh, the lyrics are pretty funny. Yeah, so I have a great time. Eric Hula dances. Eric Hula dances. Great time. And he plays the ball. No reason to play the drums, just Hula Dances. And now, are you guys going to be performing that in the Indie Music Fest? We will. We will. Yeah, we will. Are you guys excited about so that? So excited. Oh, my gosh. Can't handle it. What about you guys? Oh, I can't handle it. No. I'm pretty excited. Like I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this me? Just you. No, yeah. yeah. How do you guys prepare for that? Uh, intense Rigorous. rehearsals. Rigorous. Every day. Yeah. yeah. Every day. We just picked up uh, two other great musicians, piano player and a bassist, so mm -hmm. we're super excited. Yeah. We're going to sound great. Yeah. Do you guys hang out like all the time then? So when you're getting practice, yeah. oh yeah, all the time. Uh, but There's I, never a beat when 
dead off. Always together. Yeah. Always together. We are linked at the hip. Mm. Um, oh. I wouldn't go that far. Is that a term? <laughs> I'm hoping that's a term. If it's not, my bad. I think it, yeah, I think it is. Well, yeah. you guys seem like you have a lot of fun. Mm. You guys probably have a lot of inside jokes, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm. Too many to count. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About now, do you guys have like a Facebook or a Twitter or a website that we could go to to check you guys out and buy your song, Trust Me? Yes. Yes. No, iTunes. 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 Right there. So, yeah. Um, social media, facebook.com slash deadoffcenter. Go like us there, and then we also have Twitter. Twitter.com slash deadoffcenter. No, no, no. Twitter dot... Twitter deadoffcenter. We totally know this. We tweet. At deadoffcenter, is that right? Yeah, but is there like a URL that you can go to our profile? Sure. You guys. You guys need to get this At deadoffcenter. That's us. There also is a website, deoffc.com. Or deadoffcenter.net, deadoffcenter.org. All those will work. Or type in Dead Off Center. Yeah, Google. And you'll Google, see friend. See Google is friendly on the internet. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for coming out and hanging thank out you. with us. Thank you for talking to us all the time. We don't get to talk to you. We don't talk to girls. This is crazy. This is great. I'm surprised well, you got through this without. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. Here is a first look at a Dead Off Center song, Trust Me. You talk to me when I can barely see. Cause it's that time of week when it's all my fault again. And the accusations seem to never end. So let me know, let me know how to make this right. Time with fights Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. 
If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. Have you got style? Not just style in wearing the latest, but in designing the latest. Check out Style Revolution on Voice America Kids. Your host is a designer with her own up-and-coming clothing line, so you know you're already hearing an expert on the show. We'll focus on the latest fashion trends and the red carpet looks. Discover your sense of style and have a new confidence in fashion. Tune in to Style Revolution, airing every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Steppin' Out with Cassie Frazier, the radio show on Voice America Kids. Help us discover America's next music star. Now back to the show. Here's Cassie Frazier. Welcome back. This week we are stepping out with Brooke Rose. How are you, Brooke? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, but you're also tired because yes, you had a busy tired. day today. Mm-hmm. Tell us. Um, this morning I tried out for The Voice. And it was exciting, but the convention center is huge. And when I got there, it was around noonish, like one mm-hmm. thirty, somewhere around there. And the line was already like halfway around the convention center. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh! But as soon as we got in line, it started moving. Like so, it kept us like, like we weren't just sitting there. Right. And it was nice. And once I got inside, we had we had us in two holding rooms, mm-hmm. which were huge. So we're thinking, when are we ever gonna get in? Right. So finally, get to holding room. They're like, this is the last holding room. Where everyone's like, yeah. We're screaming, and they brought us in as groups of tens, and we went in. And I'm in the front of the line. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm first. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the guy looked at me and said, "You're first in line," and that's when the nerves hit me. And I'm like, oh, oh goodness, oh my gosh. <laughs> and we got in. We all sat down, the group of ten. And there was one judge, which was a producer, and she took our IDs and she shuffled them and said, "We're going to call you guys up randomly." And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then she called us up, and I went, and they said, We're gonna, there's only one winner out of this group of ten. I'm sorry. And then, so they named the girl that sat behind me, and I'm thinking, oh, gosh. And they said, but we also want to bring up Brooke and another guy that was with us. And I'm like, then the nerves come back, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, now what? So I go up, and they said, um, they're going to marinate, and they don't really know, and She'll Google me and, like, figure out all this stuff, and I'm probably going to end getting a call tonight to see if I'm going to make it to the next mm-hmm. round, so I'm very excited to see what That's happens. really exciting. <laughs> and now you're only 16, mm-hmm. and it's really exciting because when's your birthday? May, and I'm so excited, 17, and last year I had a red carpet on it, so this year I'm hoping to maybe not get a performance or anything, but it's nice if I do because I'm, like, that's what I love to do, which is mm-hmm. I could do it on my birthday, bring friends and, like, a huge party at, like, a club maybe. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping this year I'll be able to do something, like, more personal at home. Mm-hmm. And where are you originally from? Um, I'm actually from pretty close from here, Lakewood. I was mm-hmm. born and raised here. And um, almost out of elementary school, I moved out to Riverside. And mm-hmm. that's where I live now, which is nice because you're always in the city doing stuff. So it's nice to get away and right. be way out there, away from everything. Uh-huh. And now... Right here on the table is your CD, which is really cool. Tell yeah. us about the songs that are on here. Um, all three songs are originals. I wrote them, mm-hmm. and they're about a year and a half old. And the single Alibi is on there, and Get Out of My Way, and It's Never Too Late. And Get Out of My Way aired on Degrassi mm-hmm. in August of last year, which was awesome because growing up watching that show, I'd come home from school, right. me and my sister jump on the couch, and it would be on around 4. Mm-hmm. So we'd come home, put, do our homework, watch the show. And I stopped watching it for a little while, and then I found out it was going to be aired on there. I'm like, my song? Oh, my goodness. And I was freaking <laughs> out, and I, I invited all my friends over, and we recorded it, and we're like, I'm like, let's play it, let's play it. And it, towards the end of the show, we're like, we haven't heard it yet. And, like, no. it's like 30 minutes and just nerves, nerve-wracking. And towards the end of the show, it was a huge club scene, and these two girls got in a fight, and they played Get Out of My Way. And it was like, oh, that's my song, and everyone's <laughs> freaking out. And then towards the end, during the credits, they show, they show music in this 
show was brought to you by Brooke Rose, and they show the album up on the oh screen. My and I'm, we pause it, and we're like, and it's just breathtaking. And mm. then I kept it on my DVR for like three, five months, and I just would not delete <laughs> it for anything because I would go back and I'd watch it. I remember the very next day after my friends were over, I sat down and I was home alone and I played it, and I'm just like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I cannot believe. Mm -hmm. That just happened. Right. It took me a, like, a little while to like get into my system. This is exciting. And now, do you still like go back sometimes and go? Yeah, I was on Degrassi. No big deal. No, like still to this day, I'm just like, that is so cool. Cause mm -hmm. I didn't contact them or anything. Like they found me their own and picked me up. I'm like, and I'm wondering. I just want to go to them, ask questions. I'm like, how did you find me? Right. I'm like, I can't believe this. And it's just so cool. I do um, shows around LA at schools and I talk about not doing drugs and I say you can make your dreams and I'll do performance and I'll talk about it and every time I do those I still talk about the Degrassi thing mm -hmm. to them because around that age is when they're all watching the show right. and then I'll sing out of my way and it's just it's so cool how many people watched it and like know the song now I'm just like that's my song, <laughs> that's my song. <laughs> now what would you say really inspires you to sing um well growing up there's a lot of family problems, and mm -hmm. with girls, there's more relationship problems, and we, we tend to go through more than guys do. And music has always been there for me, good or bad, whether it's cleaning and blasting right. it or getting ready in the morning for school or just, like, when you're in the car and, like, or on your way to church, like, it's always been there for me. So when, when I got to elementary school and I started coming out more with my singing, and I've, I noticed I've always had a good heart. I've always loved helping people. I'm thinking, what a better way than to sing and help people and give back what's what's helped me in my life. Mm -hmm. So all I've ever wanted out of it was to help other people and just give them what music gave me. Mm -hmm. And so far, even if I stopped singing today, I'd be so happy with how many people I've helped so That's far. Amazing. And now you perform. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Do you ever get nervous when you have to perform? Um, starting off doing talent shows where no one really knew I sang at school. Mm -hmm. I'd get nervous like backstage and like, I'm next. But it's not till like I'm right there till where I get nervous. But then once I start singing, they'll go away and you'll kind of zone out, but you're like still there. Right. But like you don't think too much because then you'll forget. And then it's weird because right after the song's over, I'll start getting nervous again mm -hmm. and like they'll all start coming up. And anthems I've always gotten nervous for, even if it's a new stadium or um, a new game, whether it's basketball or baseball, because the stadiums will get bigger. Right. Um, but if it's, like, the same stadium, like UCR and UCLA, I've done a few years now. So now when I go there, I'm more relaxed. Right. And then when I do live sets, unless I'm doing a new song, that's when I'm nervous. But then mm -hmm. once I get that new song over with, I'm comfortable with it on stage. The next time I do a set with it, I'm like, there's no nerves. And Were it's you awesome. ever nervous that you're going to forget the words to National Anthem? Because I know that a lot of people have messed up on it. Were yeah. you ever nervous? Um, I got the whole first year... Um, when you're starting anthems is when you'll start doing a lot of new places mm -hmm. and you're not used to like the staple center where there's like four stories of like thousands of people or like when there's just softball games like in your hometown like mm -hmm. you have to open for like everyone you know and it's so nerve-wracking and like if you think too hard you will forget them and I remember a year ago after doing them I'm like I'm not gonna forget now like mm -hmm. I've been doing them for so long and I went out there center court and I start thinking too much. I'm like, I can't relax. And I go off. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I messed up. I forgot the words. I totally did that wrong. And I leave, and I'm crying. And I look back at it now and, and watching the tape since I videotaped it, that one. And I'm thinking, I didn't mess up. I just overthought it. And I thought to myself, I just messed up the words. I started wrong. Mm -hmm. And I looked back. I'm like, I just did that perfectly right. fine. So it was just more of overthinking it. And you actually... I believed I forgot the words mm -hmm. for a good like month or two, and then, but since I believed it, it took like a good year or like six months to, right. to get back in the groove of doing them. Well, at least you didn't forget the words. And yeah, you thought you did, it's but always, you did it. It's only been that one so far, so I'm right. hoping that doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. And we were talking a little bit before, and one thing that you brought up was you sometimes or all the time you perform barefoot. Yeah, that's really <laughs> neat. Why do you decide to perform um, barefoot? Well, I have a system set up in my room. And, of course, when you sing in your room, you don't have shoes on or heels or anything. You're always barefoot. Mm -hmm. And to me, being on stage, I've always wanted to be comfortable, and it helps with the nerves. So I've always gone on barefoot. And when I'm, like, on this backstage, they're like, 
you're going to be on next. Don't you put on your shoes? Or like, mm-hmm. don't you need to put shoes on? And I'm like, no, I always perform barefoot. And they're like, really? And to me, it like helps with my nerves and I'm more comfortable on stage. And I've noticed when the artist is more comfortable, the audience seems more comfortable with you mm-hmm. and they tend to get into it more. And it just helps a lot when when I'm barefoot because I just feel more like right. it's like your bedroom or something. Right. It's comfortable. What would you say is probably one of the craziest responses that you've gotten from fans? Um, about a year ago, I did a show at the Whiskey on Sunset, mm-hmm. and it was my first show with the live band. And I had a bunch of friends there. It was for the LA Music Awards. Mm-hmm. So a club on Sunset for a huge Music Awards nominee party, the club was just packed. And here I am, my first live band. All my friends are there. They're all pumped. And it was so exciting because I feed off the band, and then the audience gets into it, and the sound's awesome. And then... The summer before that, I did a show at Six Flags, Mm -hmm. and it was just a cool summer set, and I did two sets there, like one in the afternoon, then lunch break, and then another set. Mm -hmm. And during the last set, um, I had a mic that had a cord on it, and I actually stepped on the cord, and it came out of my hand. And it was the first time something happened like that on stage, and I'm thinking, I just keep singing, Mm -hmm. I pick up the mic, I keep going, and after the song, I'm just like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm like... I just it's lost, over, like, yeah. everybody. They're probably laughing. I was so embarrassed because even my guitar player started laughing, and he was supposed oh, to be no. doing backups. So I, lo- I look at him, I'm like, don't. Because yeah, then I'd start laughing. I'm like, we got to finish the song. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool because afterwards everyone's screaming encore. I'm like, they're oh, screaming God. encore after yeah. that. So that was exciting. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. <laughs> and now your hair is mm-hmm. red, but it's not always red. So would you Mm-mm. say is that your trademark now? Yeah. Um, I started off with short brown hair. Mm-hmm. which is weird. I was around 13, 14-ish. And when I started, I did hair modeling before. And I went in, and I was trying to grow my hair out because it grows so slow. Mm-hmm. And I went into the salon, and they cut it off. And I'm like, no. <laughs> And I'm like, I wanted to cry, but then it came out cool. And then afterwards, I dyed it to brown, started growing out again. And then I got to more of the rock scene, and I dyed it black and mm-hmm. straightened it and had the bangs, and I pulled it off, and it was so cool. And then... I started getting to American Idol more, and there was this girl in there, Allison, but I'm so bad with names, I never remembered her name. Mm-hmm. I was just like, remember that redhead girl? I'm like, I want her to win, look, she's so awesome, mm-hmm. because her voice was just like mine. She has the brass, everything, but I always call her the redhead. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I wonder if I could pull that off. Right. And I, I dyed it red, and I loved it, and it's so good when you're doing live shows and mm-hmm. like everything, because other people that aren't good with names are like, Remember that remember redhead? redhead? Like, remember when we went to that show and we saw that redhead? So mm-hmm. I'm just, I love it, mm-hmm. and I, know, I don't want to go back. I'm going right. to try to keep it for a while. And not only do you sing, but you also have a lot of other stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, growing up, my grandpa did woodwork. Mm-hmm. So I used to go in the backyard and do, like, watch him do stuff. And now I would do woodworking. I have, I'm in auto shop at school. I'm also in an art class in a culinary arts class, so I cook and do cake decorating and stuff on the side, so which is cool. fun because mm-hmm. music can take up so much of your life, and, like, when you're younger, you have more time to spare on doing your own hobbies, and I love doing the extra stuff because it's so fun to, like, be able to do those, and plus you could do them as gifts and mm-hmm. give them to people and, like, make memories because you could go to car shows and, like, fix up your own cars and mm-hmm. do woodworking and make clocks and it's so much fun to have that extra stuff. That sounds a lot of fun. And now, do you have a website, Facebook, or Twitter that we could, you know, check you out and maybe look at um, your music? You can actually check me out at my website, mybrookrose.com. And there's a link to my Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Reverb Nation, and you can find it all on my website, mybrookrose.com. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. Thank it you for having awesome. me. <laughs> Here is Brooke Rose music video, Alibi. Dream. 
Thanks again for tuning in to Stepping Out with Cassie Frazier. Remember to join us next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on VoiceAmericaKids.tv. And then stay for the after party on the Voice America Kids channel at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll showcase more performances and kick off a promising career for America's next music star. Music star.